Shalom, shalom, everybody. Welcome back to another Pulse of Israel Torah Talk this morning with Rav Shlomo Katz. Boker Tov, Shavuot Tov, Rav Shlomo. Shavuot Tov, everybody. We are about to start a new month, right? And the, you want to know something? The beauty of Judaism is the renewal. We're always about renewal. Always. Always, always about renewal. Um, uh, and even though I'm like, I wasn't even thinking of going there, but the beauty of the biology of man... That, too, is all about renewal. The, yeah. the, the woman, the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu created woman, the monthly cycle, it's a renewal process that then I think the beauty of being married to a woman is we're supposed to, that, that helps us connect to this if we're connected. <laughs> it's on us. Right? If we're connected to yeah. our wives properly, if we're connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu properly, we're always supposed to be in this renewal process, the renewal process of, of the world, of the moon, the renewal process of our relationships. The first Shuva, it's the first mitzvah, right? Having children, the first mitzvah, the most important thing. And uh, just thank God I'm a Jew. Baruch Hashem, Baruch, and Baruch Hashem to be inspired in a community and, and the Torah that you're given over with the inspiration on a daily level and definitely on a Shabbat level for everyone who comes to Shabbatot. We are so blessed, so thank you so much. And here again, you are able to enjoy the beautiful, beautiful, inspiring uh, land of Israel Torah that I really want everyone to be exposed to as much as possible from Shlomo. So, today I want to go with you, and again, we've touched this before, I want to go deeper with you. The whole spiritual aspect of the struggle we're having here in the land of Israel. Like you know, um, an issue that I try to get out there all the time, and I'm working, uh, working on a conference specifically to make a splash about this issue, the inherent Jew hatred that exists within the movement that's today called the two-state solution based on a people called Palestinians. Really, this whole Palestinian national movement is Jew hatred. It's all about killing Jews. They teach their children to kill Jews. They, they, they fund terrorism against us. That, that The whole essence of this movement, of the Palestinian movement, is Jew hatred, is anti-Semitism. And yet, we have majority of the Jewish establishment, Jewish leadership, Jewish newspapers, editors, influencers, the Israeli government, <clears throat> not just silent about this inherent Jew hatred that's out there for all to see. It, there's, it, it's not hidden, it's out there. But our organizations support it. The Israeli government financially supports it. American leaders are quiet about America giving money to support it. And this is money going to educate children to kill us, educate to support terror against us. And just silence, total enablement of, I believe, the biggest Jew-hating anti-Semitic movement definitely in today's age, and, and silence and, and the enablement of it. You, every once in a while, in talking about this, you bring up the word, the name, the concept of Amalek. Why do you use that term? Why do you believe it describes what we're experiencing today? <clears throat> I want to tell you a story that happened to me in uh, a Shabbos where I was guest chazaning somewhere in a very prominent shul in somewhere in Manhattan. I don't want to say, speak too clearly because it may be clear, okay. but a very, very prominent shul. And it was right before Purim, and it was also right around the time, right after B uh, Bibi went to the, the Congress and spoke against the Iran deal, right? This was in yep. Obama's regime. When the Rav finished giving his sermon, 
I felt like I was an alien because I was the only one that wanted to run out of the room or to, I hate to say it, to go up to the pulpit and shake this rabbi up, but really look at the tzibur and say, are you, are you awake? What was the sermon? The sermon was proving from the story of Mordechai and Esther that just like Mordechai didn't rile things up with the Persian government, but he knew how to speak in a Kovadic manner every time he spoke, and he never made anyone feel uncomfortable, that is how Netanyahu should have approached the whole issue of, the, of Iran's nuclear project and not come to Washington the way he did that trip and speak the way he did to... Wow. Now, I want to say a few things. Bibi's a pawn. I'm not a chassid of Bibi. I'm not a chassid of anyone. <laughs> so it's, it's not about Bibi. But what's important to notice is it's about Yidin. It's about Jewry. I went, the first thing I wanted to say to the Rav is, did you see that in the Megillah there's this really, really controversial, radical, radical Pasuk that it says, Mordechai lo yichra lo yishtachaveh. A Jew doesn't bow down. A Jew doesn't bow down. So if you tell me that wasn't to Achashverosh, that was to Haman, Haman was second in command. What are you talking about? He didn't rile up Persian authority? That's what the Megillah tells us. A Jew doesn't bow down. Bow down to what? You ask me, what am I referring to with that notion of Amalek? By Amalek, it says it cools you off while you're on your way. Am Israel has been on their way in a very active manner, in a very loud manner, uh, probably louder than it's ever been in thousands of years of history, really since 1945. 1948 for sure, and then 67. Just to think about how much has happened in Jewish history in these last 70, 80, 90 years in comparison to thousands of years, it's uncomparable. It's not to be believed. The question is, why did we forget that Pasuk in the Megillah, Mordechai, Can you imagine if Mordechai would have bowed down and what the implications of that would mean? We would have no story. We wouldn't have, we have no story of Esther. We would have no story of coming back to Eretz Yisrael and building the second base on Megillah. But can I just interject for a second saying, but it's clear from the, from, from the Megillah, from that Pasuk, from that verse, that by him not bowing down, he did rile up the empire. Meaning, how is the rabbi saying that, totally ignoring? He did, he did rile up the empire by not buying down. Listen, man hears what he wants to hear and disregards the rest. Okay. A very famous Jew said those words, Paul Simon. So, I, I can't... You hear what you want to hear. You interpret the way you want to interpret. Say that. I, I can't go into the understanding where that logic really, really stems from. Other than a need of thinking that appeasing the nations of the world has ever gotten us anywhere. Right. It's... But you have to remember, we're not a people that do anything lehachis. Uh, what does that mean, lehachis? Lehachis, on purpose, to, 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 to instigate. Right. The only problem is, is that our mere existence in the eyes of the world is lehachis. Right. We right. instigate just by, our, by, by, by you and I existing. Right. And let's not fool the world. We could be exist anywhere in the world. 
it, it wouldn't matter where we are. That was the story for thousands and thousands of right. years, our mere existence. So Amalek. Wait, and that wait, and yeah. that's something I believe so many Jews don't understand or don't internalize. It's hard. They just, well, listen, it's right. hard. It's hard to swallow. Right. Why, why would I want to believe that? Right. It makes it very hard to swallow. Now, the only way I could change that existence is not by giving in. It's on the contrary. It's actually by being more Jewish and more connected to who I am. That is the only way to not win them over. I don't need to win anyone over. But if I have to be a light upon the nations of the world, I have to be a light. Right. Okay, so now let's get back to what you first asked. What is, what is today's Amalek? What's today's Avodah Zarah? Today's Amalek is worshipping the world of being PC. And we see this through everything that is happening in the world right now. There may be good intentions initially, but the second you, allow, you expose yourself and you start to get involved in that type of thinking and that type of presentation to the world, it swallows you up faster than you could ever imagine. Greatest example, we just read this Shabbos Parshat Korach. Korach speaks in the word to, the, to, to the Torah and to, he speaks to other people in Am Yisrael. And he was the greatest, he was a great, great tzaddik, but in one area, he, he literally got consumed with, and that is the notion of sounding PC, because his statement mm-hmm. is the most PC statement in the world. Why do you raise yourselves to be any higher? Everyone's equal. Mm-hmm. Everyone's equal. What does the Torah tell us about that kind of statement? You got swallowed up by that, by that Avodah Zarah, way of thinking, the, the earth itself is going to swallow you up. So, nothing's changed, Avi. I never thought about <laughs> it in that context, and that is so important that you put it there, that you put that out there. Nothing's changed. Wow. Uh, um, Amalek, it says, Dor le Dor, it says, Amalek, the, the, gener- the, the fight with it is every generation. Amalek is the, is the obsession of thinking that by cooling off my Jewish pride, in the bigger picture, it's going to be good for everyone. It's never worked. It never will work. So nothing's changed. But again, the, the, these puppets of the world, they're all pawns in a much bigger picture. Each enemy we have provides us with this amazing opportunity. When we say choose life, choose being, to choose being alive, the only way we know how to be alive is by being true. With our moral, with our with our moral values, which are not moral ethical values that are just you know whatever the world dictates to us, it's what the Torah tells us. But again, the way I, the way I have to learn out the way the Torah tells it to me, and the way I have to teach it to the world, has to be filled with light, with simcha, with love. But hakam hashkem someone that comes to kill you, in the name of being PC, I'm gonna start giving all these exp- excuses of, oh, if he, you know, he was probably abused when he was younger. Now, that probably is the case, but I'd rather have that conversation while I'm still alive. Mm-hmm. You understand? Right. Like, let's have this conversation of what the cause of, the, of, of, of Jew hatred is, whatever that is, while I'm still alive, not after I'm killed. Chas v'shonim. And that, that's a, just, just a, to me, that's the most shocking thing about that mindset that says, if you really sit down... And to discuss all the things you have in common, you'll come to a better conclusion with people that are trying to kill you. No. That's, that to me is idol worship. 
you're worshiping an idealism of what the world labeled as 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 a as the moral ethic system of value of the world. Not be dumb. You got to stay alive to be in the be in the game. Right. I'm into being alive. Right. God wants us to be alive. Yeah, it's an Indian to stay alive. You know, it's like you have to actually explain this to people. There's an Indian to be alive, and I know there's a voice that says, "Listen, it's just the moderates. Really, the individuals are not. You know, the Amcha of the other side is not like that. I don't. I don't believe that." I'm sure there are individuals sure. in, uh, everywhere. Sure, 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 sure. But I'm talking about the general. The, the general. It's, it's just not. That's not the parsha. That's not. That's not what we're dealing with right now. Right. Right. Especially when, again, when you're talking about actual organizations. Again, Palestinian Authority going to America on college campuses. Students for Justice in Palestine. Uh, care in America, all these different organizations where it's out, it's there, the Jew hatred is out there for all to see in the information they put out there. So how can you give that a pass by just saying, no, 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 I'm sure there's some good ones who really do want peace, but you're, 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 you're totally taking away your basic level of self-defense to survive I mean, again, my heart goes out to all college students who they have really no Jewish leadership or Jewish organizations out there helping them stand up to this most basic Jew hatred where they feel unsafe on their own college campuses. They got nothing. They got nothing because it's all according to the PC way. No, they have a right to say what they want. They have a right to hate Israel. They have a right to to protest like that. They have a right to say in their words that they really want you dead because you're a Jew, even though you have nothing connected to Israel. They have a right, and therefore you're defenseless. It's just, it's it's so it's so sad. But what's the avoda? So what? So what? So how do we combat that today? Right. So that that's where we're at. Like we could define the problems are pretty. In my humble opinion. You don't have to be a brain surgeon to figure out what we just discussed. It's, right. it's kind of simple. It's sad. It's a galut exile mindset. But we've seen how much that's, that's already infiltrated into a lot of his, uh, the modern-day Israeli, definitely Israeli political society. But even in the Israeli cultural society, we've seen how that mindset has already infiltrated its way inside. Okay, so I've detected the problem. Doctor, what do we do? Right? Doctor, what do we do? The revolution is going to be a spiritual one. It is a spiritual one right now. The, the evolution, the revolution against this mindset and what the world calls the ma'arach ha'hasbara. How do you say that in English? The advocacy world. The, the, right, the advocacy world. Um, the advocacy world, uh, the Jewish advocacy world, uh, needs to understand, I believe, very strongly that those that get swallowed up with corrupt ideas have passion inside of them and their passion has been taken into captivity mm. but the passion is a wonderful thing that people have it's a sign of life it's a sign of life so if we think we're going to give over Yiddishkeit, Judaism the future of, of our, our being here Anything that has to do with what we fight for so much, without holy and pure passion, we're kidding ourselves. If you really want to grab the thing in its gut, it's about passion. What are you passionate about? You you have to be, anyone that speaks on behalf of Eretz Yisrael, you have to be passionate about it. 
it's got to be something that really, really moves you. Why? Because it says about Amalek, they cool you off. They cool off your passion. They don't tell you it's usher to be a Jew. It's forbidden to be a Jew. They say, be a Jew, but don't, don't really put your heart into it. You've got to be... You don't know how to live, live in the world, talk to people. So I'll give you, I'll give you an example. I just uh, had a conversation with someone, and they were telling me that a close friend of theirs is a leader of J Street in America. Uh-huh. Okay? And the conversation they had was this, this, this friend who watches my Pulse of Israel program, yeah. right? And she was saying, um, like she was telling her friend, you know, J Street's it's anti-Israel. No, what are you talking about? Not anti-Israel. And the conversation con- continued. And the, the lady from J Street said, listen, these are the types of programs we're doing, and, but we were not going to go to the occupied West Bank. And this friend of mine who watches the program, this follower, said back to her friend, the J Street leader, how can you not go to Judea and Samaria? You know, it's our biblical and ancestral homeland. Mm-hmm. And the first she goes to me, she goes, see how many programs I watch of you have? Because you see that all the time, and that's how I talk now. And she said her friend, who's a J Street leader, didn't know how to respond. Mm-hmm. Like, it just shut her down. She did not have a response to that. Yeah. Because, again, it penetrated the PC consciousness, right. and she didn't even know how to deal with it. Like, what difference it makes on her? No clue. Maybe it'll make her do tshuva. No clue. Uh, but, but, but all of a sudden... A thought that's foreign to her and foreign to her rational PC thinking yeah. has gone into her. Yeah. So who knows what seed that, that, that'll that We don't know. It's a, and it's not for us to really... We, we, we don't really have to be that much concerned about what ends up happening with a person's future enlightenment other than our own. I have to, I have to really make sure that I am becoming enlightened like you opened up today's segment. That my, my renewal is taking place. Like we need to renew ourselves. Not, renewal doesn't mean changing, changing your mind. It means to renew the passion. There's no other way. What worked great last generation doesn't work today. It doesn't mean that it was wrong. It means that it was for its time. Our parents, the pioneers that made Aliyah 80s and 90s, the way they made Aliyah, the energy of Aliyah, the talk of Aliyah doesn't flow for today. Today, it's a completely different program. You didn't have, uh, at least vocally, so much brain-twisting anti-slogans coming out back in that time. So today, we need new weapons. The only way you're going to get a new weapon, a spiritual weapon, is by being in a passionate, intimate relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, with ourselves. Right. It won't come any other way. Right. And so, I want to go back to a point you made earlier, because... This ties into something that I, I talk about. I don't talk about enough, and I'd love to talk about it more, and, and it's perfect to bring it up here. You were saying how just the existence of us as, as, as Jews, as the Jewish people, as a collective, as us individual Jews, we're an instigation, right? Just, just yeah. a, because we're, we're a reminder to the yeah. rest of the world that, oh my God, there is a moral ethos for humanity that the Jewish people were brought to the world by being chosen by God. Not because we're better people, but because God chose us as the the method to bring morality into the world. Okay? So just our living is an instigation. Which means that our lives are supposed to be a kiddush Hashem. Right? We're supposed to we're supposed to sanctify just by living and living as Jews proudly, we're supposed to be sanctified God's name. Because then, oh my God, that's that's morality. I want I want to be inspired and live a moral life, right? Regardless of Jewish, not Jewish. 
the PC culture that has taken over even the Jewish world, even the Israel world, that has basically accepted as norm that Jews can be killed and we can't stand up against it, that Jews can be attacked on college campuses and we have no right to stand up against it because they have, they have a right. That is a chil Hashem. That's a desecration of God's name. Because anytime a Jew is attacked for being a Jew, the message to the world is, Hey, God's no longer looking after these Jews. I don't have to think that I have to be more moral because of the Torah and this code of morality that God brought into the world by being Jews. That is the biggest desecration of God's name, <laughs> which means translating into actuality by the Jewish world and even the Israeli political establishment and our army allowing for Jews to get killed and not responding properly to end it yesterday, for Jews to be attacked on college campuses and not allowing and protecting and, and discrediting the whole anti, anti-Semitic Jew-hating movement in the name of Palestine that, that, is, that is allowing these kids to be attacked and feel unsafe without any protection whatsoever, the biggest desecration of God's name. And I want to help make, have that, make, make that switch in people's heads. No! Standing up against this PC insanity, that's how we are supposed to be Jews in order to sanctify God's name. It is so much more than just helping a college student be protected, helping an innocent Jew travel in Israel on the roads and not be shot at and murdered. Because all of that is the biggest desecration of God's name, and we want to spend our days sanctifying God's name. That's the way we're going to help the world. And this whole PC culture is going against our ability to properly sanctify God's name. You got to be alive. That's the and point. And we got to be alive. You got to stay alive. Like, I'll continue. I'll have every conversation we want as long as I'm alive. And I think that that's, even though we live in this illusion because there hasn't been an attack that we know of that caused the death of a Jew in the last few hours, so it's not really boiling this moment. Chas v'shom, it shouldn't happen. Right. But that's, that's the avod of today. I got to stay alive. I gotta be alive to do this Kiddush Hashem in the world. And the second that that's in jeopardy, there's nothing to talk about anything with anybody, no matter what. And, and we have to get that into our. Into and our if, if you allow me, I think it's two levels of being alive. One is the actual physical right. being alive, not being killed. Yeah. But then there's the level of being alive as a Jew. Because so many Jews are running away from their Jewish identity because they just don't want. Because of the desecration of God, it's not fun to be a Jew. It's going to a time of an age where it's not fun to be a Jew. You don't want to be attacked. I don't want to be associated with that, with that mindset, with that people that's constantly de- vilified and delegitimized and with a country. So it's the alive, physical alive, and it's the alive as a Jew alive because we're losing their souls. Nechon. Katz, always a pleasure having these deep, uh, me too. deep talks with you. Appreciate it. Me too. What's the nig? What's uh, the, the nigga today? The What's the niggun? Let's see. What's the niggun for today?
again or solo cats hits it out of the ballpark with a perfect ta- a perfect little song a perfect nigan for those who do not understand the hebrew v'chai behem is we live by them where god gave us the mitzvot the torah in order to live in order to live and that basically sums up the whole talk so beautiful 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 of cats thank you so much and to all of you thank you for joining us for another special Pulse of Israel Torah Talk here in our ancestral and biblical homeland, the land of Israel, in our ancestral, beautiful, and biblical Judean hills. This week's uh, this week's Pulse of Israel Torah Talk again for a full, speedy recovery for Devor Batnisa Etol. Make it a great week. Make it a beautiful week. And v'chai behem. Live your soul. Whatever. If you're a Jew or you're not your Jew, live to your fullest. Live by the code of morality God gave us in order to not just have a better life for you and all that are surround you, but to sanctify God's name and to help us bring the redemptive times that we're in as quickly as possible. Thanks for watching, everyone. Shalom. Pulse of Israel. Frontline videos from the Holy Land. Support our work by donating today.